Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to Made by Women by the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. At a moment when businesses face some of the biggest challenges in recent history, we bring you inspiring stories, practical insights, and shared learnings to help you successfully navigate in today's environment. Every Thursday, Made by Women will showcase the experiences of legendary women entrepreneurs, fierce up-and-comers, and everyday women who found success their own way. Consider this your real-world MBA, designed for the new now. I'm Kim Azzarelli, and thanks so much for joining us today. In 2010, something new and intriguing arrived on the scene. A hair salon that did only one thing. No color, no cuts, just blowouts. It was called Drybar, and locations were soon popping up across the country. Drybar has been acclaimed as a beauty industry disruptor. It was one of the top 100 brilliant ideas of 2010 in Entrepreneur Magazine. And founder Ali Webb has been named to Fortune's 40 Under 40 list. And it all started when a stay-at-home mother decided to launch a mobile hair salon. Please enjoy my conversation with Drybar founder, Ali Webb. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. So I dare say that most people know what Drybar is, but tell us a little bit about it and why you started it. Well, the idea really came from the fact that I was born with naturally curly hair and my whole life, you know, especially as a kid, I just, I didn't really like it. I didn't know how to deal with my, you know, crazy frizzy hair. I grew up in South Florida where it was like so much humidity in the air that my hair was just always unruly and I I didn't really like it and I didn't know how to tame it. And, you know, fast forward to many different jobs and careers and other paths that I took, I eventually went to beauty school, completely fell in love with it and became a hairstylist and spent most of my twenties, uh, doing hair and and perfecting my own blowout. And while I was cutting hair professionally in a, in a salon, you know, I loved getting through the haircut to do the blowout and, 
that was just the part that was like the most exciting for me about the process. But, you know, I, I never, you know, the idea of dry bar, <laughs> a blow dry bar, like it never like entered my mind. However, in retrospect, you know, the idea is something that like I, as a kid would have loved, um, because I used to beg my mom to blow out my own hair, my hair and, and she wasn't very good at it. She wasn't a hairstylist. Um, <laughs> but anyways, I, um, I, I met my well now ex-husband when I was living in New York City and we, you know, got married, moved to Southern California. I had my two boys who are now ugh, gulp 14 and 16. And, you know, and I was a stay-at-home mom for five years and I really thought I had like hit the jackpot on that. And I loved the idea that I was able to stay home with my boys. And 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 while I loved it and I obviously love my kids tremendously, after five years of being home, you know, a stay-at-home mom, I just got like the bug and the urge, like the itch to get back out there and do something for myself, but at my own pace. So I decided to start a mobile blowout business, which was again, taking the thing that I loved about when I did hair and, and turn it into this little business. And it was, you know, just meant to be a small business and it was called straight at home and cam who's my ex-husband and, you know, we're on very good terms, but he is a creative genius and he's the, you know, he's really the brains behind the brand for dry bar. And he made me this one little page website called straightathome.com and I started posting it all over the place on all the mommy blogs because I had um you know we so immersed in the mommy community cuz when we first moved to LA I was having my first son so I the only people I really knew in LA were moms so that's who I was catering to I started this business I was only charging $40 which you know to get somebody to come to your house for $40 is like unheard of but for me it was just more like well how can I make this like attainable and something that people will actually want to do a lot. And so I started this business and I got so busy so fast just operating the mobile business that I was like, man, I feel like why isn't there a place that just does blowouts, you know, in, in a beautiful space, in a cool environment? You know, there was the like fantastic Sam's of the world. And if you're in New York, it was like Jean-Louis David and, you know, those kind of businesses that are great businesses. But, you know, and women like me who have naturally curly hair, I think were figuring it out and they were finding their person at those places, but there was nothing cohesive and a great experience for just to blow up. Yeah. I have to say, I remember very clearly when you came on the scene, because you're right, there was just nothing like that. It was just such a novel thought. Yeah. Yeah. So you have the idea um, and you think why there's nothing like that. And so how do you, how do you get started on that? Well, because my, my brother, Michael Landau, who's my business partner, we'd always been really close. And in a former life, we had opened up a couple Nicole Miller boutiques and we were, you know, our parents were entrepreneurs. So I kind of had always have had that kind of entrepreneurial like spirit or DNA. And when Michael saw how much success I was having with my mobile business, I, you know, and I went to him and said, I, I feel like we should open or I should open like a brick and mortar instead of me going to them, they come to me. And, you know, Michael was like a little bit lukewarm on the idea at first because his wife has like stick straight hair, like the hair of my <laughs> dreams, you know, that like just grows out of her hair that head went that way. And I was always like, you know, those kind of girls like always mystified me because mine did not. And so anyways, I went to him and I said, I, I want to do this, you know, but I don't want to do it alone. I can't do it alone. Would you be willing to, you know, help me obviously from a, a financial place because I didn't have the money to do it. And from a you know business perspective, because he's just a really naturally smart businessman, you know, and he, 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 I very quickly talked him into it and he knew the kind of hair I had and whatever. And, um, but he, he more thought it was like, you know, 
he used to say like the women of LA have too much time and too much money in their hands. So this will work here. And I was like, I don't think so, dude. Like, I think that like anywhere there's women, you know, most (laughs) women, the majority of women like struggle with doing their own hair, you know, some are better than others, but, and there's nothing like that, like salon feeling blowout. So, you know, he, he very quickly became interested in it. And and I think more, if you were to ask him, he would tell you it was more from the perspective of like, Hey, I want to help my little sister. Um, you know, get this business off the ground. He had worked for Yahoo in the early days. So he made some money and was willing to like, you know, do this with me. And and at the time, you know, he was like, I, you know, I'll give you sweat equity and I'll put up all the money. And I didn't know what that meant. And obviously I do now. And just a, a side note, full circle moment is this, this new jewelry business that I started um, called Beckett and Quill, the, the girl that I basically invested in I've put up all the money and she's getting sweat equity. So it's just funny 11 years later to be that on the other side of that. Amazing. Um, yeah, it's really cool. But anyway, so Michael, you know, Michael took the chance and he, um, he was, he thought that it was a great idea. And then, you know, and Cam, my ex-husband, who's like I said, just such a brilliant creative. He was also like, you know, you get your nails done once a week and I, and I, really don't notice. But when you get your hair blown out, it's the first thing I notice. So as an advertising guy who's pretty cynical, he thought it was a great idea. And so that really helped give me the momentum and confidence that I needed. And so we all kind of started working on the things that we all knew how to do. I mean, I was like figuring out how to like get a salon, you know, quote unquote salon up and running. And with all the things, the millions of things that that requires. And I was, I felt like I spent most of my life on the phone with like the cosmetology board. And, you know, Michael was getting all our like, you know, utilities. And I mean, he still tells the story to this day how he like lost so many hours of his life to AT&T trying to get our phones connected. I mean, it was just like the minutia that you're in when you're trying to start a business. Um, and, and then finding the location and the lease. And we had to personally guarantee that first lease. And I mean, it was like a beautiful, like disaster <laughs> trying to get it off the ground, but you know, we did. And like many startups, we, we ran out of money towards the end because everything became more expensive. And Michael had brought in Josh Heitler, who's our architect still to this day. And he's amazing. He's this Harvard award-winning architect. And he, you know, gave us a deal. We gave him some equity and, you know, we just, we, we ran out of money and had to get investors at the, you know, the 11th hour, but, but in a nutshell, that's how it all started. <laughs> and then it was just like gangbusters. Once we opened, it was so bananas and busy and crazy and we and and it was in the middle of a recession and yeah wow well you've hit on so many points that i think uh everybody faces when you when you start a business and it's just so great i mean what's exciting to to hear about really is 10 11 years later it looks like a perfect business but i think you know you're really showing what it means in the beginning when you want to get started and what that's all about and i i feel like that's something that people don't recognize enough after they've had a lot of success as, as you have We'll be back with Seneca's Made by Women after this short break. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. 
With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. So, you know, you're going through those really, really hard times. I mean, of course, you're in business with your brother and, and your husband. So maybe that's a little bit helpful. But still, you know, I'm sure those, there are those dark nights where you're like, wow, why did I do this? How did you deal with that? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I think it was like, it, I mean, it's funny that you say it looks like a perfect business because, it, gosh, it's like so far from that. And, you know, there, there definitely were times that it was like, I don't remember ever feeling like I didn't want to do it or so unmanageable, but I, you know, but I definitely did feel like it was just so unbelievably all encompassing, you know, and I had little kids at the time and it was just the first like six months I was at the store every single day, which we were open seven days a week. So I I had such a hard time, you know, so I was so thrust into this and not complaining. I'm so grateful for it, but I was so thrust into it, like talk about being thrown in the deep end and not knowing how to swim. And I just didn't know how to like do all of this. So it was like learning on the job. And, you know, it was, it, the pace was so much faster than any of us had anticipated. So it was like uh, playing catch up and trying to figure everything out, which was a great problem to have. Um, so it was, you know, it was overwhelming, but it was also overwhelming and exciting and intoxicating and amazing and so stressful and just, you know, it was like all the emotions, um, you know, wrapped into one, but, but, but mostly, I mean, I look back on that time so fondly and it was just such a rush that, you know, people were loving this business and we were having this amazing impact on all these women. And now we are starting to provide all these jobs. And it was like in the, you know, we were in the middle of a recession. It was just, it was so, it was so cool. And, you know, and while building it was hard and, and it, you know, it's, there's so many challenges with this business and, you know, we, as you might imagine, the the managing our stylists and labor and there's and and clients and it's like it's it's a very like mixed bag of of you, problems you can't believe. I mean, someone sure. as a joke brought a, bought us a whack a mole machine once <laughs> as, because it's like that's really what it's like. You know, I mean, it, it is really what it was like. I mean, every day you could expect a phone call. Like, I mean, you name it. You know, like we had I mean, there was a there was a sinkhole in in our Flatiron store when we opened. There was like, and not to mention how many times things stores didn't open because whoever was opening it slept out, overslept. Yeah, I, I mean, I have to say, a sinkhole in the Flatiron district—that is, uh, I know that's a big one. That is a surprise. Yeah, but like the water wouldn't come on, the hot water wouldn't come on. It was just like you name it. There was something 
literally every day. So it was, but, but it it was also like this amazing fun challenge too. So I, I look back on it very fondly. So actually that's, that's such an interesting point because, you know, at the beginning or in in probably in any business, in most businesses, there's always things that go wrong and Mm -hmm. they go wrong a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. So how do you kind of shift your mindset to rather than feeling like everything's an emergency and you're freaking out over every sinkhole (laughs) that comes up rather, how do you shift it to kind of embrace it and kind of live in that uncertainty? Well, I I think you have to have a pretty thick skin and I, you know, and I would love to say that I always did, but I think it was like, it's it's an overtime learned kind of behavior that like, you know, and, and I think it's also on par with like, you know, like customer complaints and customers not being happy or like getting something wrong or being too busy or not someone not liking their blowout, you know, it's like, you kind of learn, it's like you brace yourself for that stuff. And, um, I, I remember early on having to, you know, when people weren't unhappy, when something went wrong, whatever happened and having to like deal with that. And it's like, it's like I, I, the best way I can, I can equate it to is like, I don't know if you ever take cold showers, but I do <laughs> at, for a lot of different reasons. And it's like, when you first get in, it just hurts and it's uncomfortable and it's terrible. But then you like your body, like is like, okay with it after a few seconds. And I think it's like that when you're dealing with all the things that are coming, it's like, it hurts and stings for a second. And then you just like go into, okay, how are we going to deal with this? How are we going to fix it? You know, it's really easy, I think as an entrepreneur or a boss or really anybody to get bogged down and the like, woe is me. And you're, this really sucks and blah, 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 and feel bad for yourself. But you kind of have to snap yourself out of that and just go into like, fix it mode and how do we make this better and how do we make sure it doesn't happen again you know and then that mindset of like it hurts for a second but we have to just keep powering through and i and you know and i think that i over time i got a thicker skin i mean there were certainly times that i didn't (laughs) but for the most part you you learn how to like roll with the punches and deal with all the stuff that comes up and if you really are good you can remember in those moments, which is almost impossible, that like th- there is a reason and a lesson here. You know, it's much easier to see that in retrospect, but there always is. You know, there's always some sort of learning that comes out of you know anything that goes wrong. Well, I think that's that's kind of to me seems like the key to life generally. Yeah. <laughs> you know, t- two points that you just made. One is certainly understanding how to deal with pain or how you you yourself can deal with discomfort. And I, I heard a great piece of advice about trying to learn to reinterpret pain. And I think that's what kind of those Lance Armstrongs yeah. of the world do, et cetera. And, you know, this is kind of like a marathon or, or a race, you know, you've got to just sort of know how to reinterpret those difficult times. But then what you just said to me is sort of the key, which is how do you draw something out of all this that you can then learn from? And that to me seems like really a life lesson that you've learned there. Yeah. And, you know, I'm 46 years old. I've, you know, I have two like teenage kids. I've gone through a divorce. Like, I've learned a lot of life lessons, you know, and, and I've gotten a lot better at, at dealing with them. Um, I was just listening to some on the on master class. I don't know if you follow that account, but it's like there was a, a mindful master and he was talking about how you have to, you know, be just as like keenly like focused on the bad, the quote unquote bad things as the good things, you know, and then you don't aren't as overwhelmed with the suffering of it. You know, it's like, Mm-hmm. which is so much harder. It's so much easier said than done, you know, but it is, it is something to think about and ponder, you know? I mean, the other thing that's funny about that, which is about life, I guess, is that, you know, you never really know what's bad or good, right? Like in the time you think this is definitely going to be the best thing. And then you're like, oh, that was the worst. And the thing that you thought was the worst thing later on, you're like, thank God that happened. So it's really hard to know. And I guess if we can separate ourselves a little bit from that, that helps a lot. 
But speaking of which, we're in the middle of COVID, or hopefully we're towards the end of the COVID pandemic here, but we're, we're in a pandemic. And obviously, you're in a business that's very physical. So how have you had to pivot during this period? Well, I mean, the first like, I mean, we're, you know, we're just over a year. And it's like, you know, we, we closed down very early and had some fits and starts with opening back up. But you know, ultimately have only recently opened almost all of our stores back up and it's on a slower capacity and we're not able, it's definitely not like the dry bar, you know, and love right now, which is okay. And we're, we're building back up to that, um, you know, cause the separation and all that. Um, and, and so it was a lot of pivoting. I mean, it just, uh, the, God, our business, like it, it was, it was so hard and, you know, we, we were able to survive, a little bit more than we might have been able to otherwise if we hadn't we had sold our product division mm-hmm. like i mean what i like days before things really went crazy it was so, the time wow. it was unbelievable so that was able to help like bridge the gap for us to be able to like stay afloat um you know but it was it was really challenging to get you know for our employees and our managers and like these people that had worked so hard for so long it was just like nothing, you know, there's like nothing we could do. Um, and that was like just such a devastating blow. And we did our very best to like stay in touch with our, with our teams on a regular basis and try to keep morale up. But, and we did a lot of stuff with like promoting products and how to do lots at home and all of that stuff. But you know, there, there's, there's no way to spin it. It just was, it's hard. And yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, and we are, we are, you know, luckily you know, gaining momentum again. And I think I, again, the silver lining here is that like people are really excited to get back out and start getting blowouts again. We're seeing like the books are filling up very quickly again. So, um, you know, we, and we didn't think it would be any other way, but it is, we have a lot of investors and all of that. So it is like, you know, it's a pretty daunting situation to be in, but we, I think we are just about on the other side of it or, or getting close to it. So you've started this business, you've just started another business. So you have a, a wealth of advice for listeners out there who right now are thinking about starting something on their own, but feel that, you know, this might not be the right time or, you know, they wish they were more prepared. Is there advice you would give them? Well, I would say, don't worry about being prepared. I was not prepared. You know, <laughs> I think that what happens is I think people get in this, like, uh, you know, they have to have everything figured out before they start a business. And and the truth of it, at least in my experience, is that, you know, you there's just so much more that you don't know than you know when you're starting a business. And so, you know, of course, like prepare as much as you can and do as much as you can. But but I but also like just just do it. And I think people get stuck in like analysis paralysis and like, well, I don't really know how to do this. I don't know how to do that. It's like, you know, you just kind of go and start and you, you know, you figure it out day by day. And I think it's this, like, it doesn't have to be perfect, you know, to start. And that, that's always, you know, I mean, it's like, you know, this, this other business I've started back in the quill, which is a jewelry business, which is a direct to consumer, which is like, so out of my wheelhouse, I've never run a direct to consumer business. I know nothing about it, but I started this (laughs) business anyways. And it's like, you know, we have good days and we have bad days. And like some things that we're doing are working and some things we are doing aren't working, but I certainly like, we're making tons of mistakes. We're doing tons of things wrong. And then we're like, Oh, yep. We're not gonna do that again. And, and, you know, and it's just this, like, I, there's so much more. I didn't know about this business than I knew. All I knew was that like, I thought this was a good idea. 
I could wrap some great branding around it. Meredith, like she's so good at what she does. And like, let's just, just get the business off the ground. And then, you know, we, 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 in terms of being prepared, we, you know, we made a new website. We read, Cam did the, redid the branding for me. We, you know, we hired a web guy. We've, we hired a handful of people to help us like get this off the ground very part-time. And and we started and, and we're learning so much as we go, you know, so it's not perfect. I mean, I wish I, we could have come out of the gates, like with much stronger numbers, much people, more people coming to our website, but it's, you know, it's just, it, it, you know, I do practice that my own advice with like, let's just go and let's see what happens, you know? And, and that's, you know, kind of how we're operating. And I think it's like, I don't, I'm sure that mentality is not for everybody, but I, you know, for, for me, that's always kind of been how I, how I operate. and. You know, with Squeeze, our massage business, you know, Brittany Driscoll, who used to run marketing at Drybar, she's the CEO of that and our co-founder. And, she, you know, she's much more like data-driven and organized. <laughs> um, and, you know, she's such a good yin to my yang because she does have all of that. But there is a fair amount of like, we're learning a lot of things as we go here too. And we are adjusting and pivoting and changing all sorts of things, even right now. And the business has been, you know, well, technically open for two years, but one of those was COVID. Um, you know, so, so there's just like a million different ways. I hate the expression skin a cat, but that's the one that comes to mind. You know, it's just like, there's a million different ways to, to do it. And um, the one thing that you should, that I believe you shouldn't do is like, wait for the quote unquote perfect time because there truly never is. I, I totally agree. Well, I mean, you have the experience to, uh, to show for it. So we appreciate it. And clearly your approach is working for you. So um, we appreciate you sharing that with oh, us. Thank you. So thanks for joining us on the show. And, you know, we look forward to getting our hair done <laughs> soon and, and, and often. Um, and we look forward to what you're doing next. Thank you so much. This has been a lot of fun. There are so many valuable lessons we can learn from Ali Webb. Here are three things I took from the conversation. First, if you want to build a successful business, Start with what you love and what you know. Allie loved doing blowouts, and after five years as a stay-at-home mother, she was itching to do something different. The only people she knew in LA were moms, so she launched a mobile blowout business catering to mothers and advertised it on all the mommy blogs. Second, as an entrepreneur, be prepared to deal with discomfort. There are a million opportunities for things to go wrong, and they will, but as Allie says, you have to snap out of it and go into fix-it mode. When you do, you'll also find that each misstep has a lesson in it. With practice, you can teach yourself to see that the so-called bad things may be good things and things you can learn from. Finally, you don't have to know everything in order to run a successful business. In fact, you can't. So don't succumb to analysis paralysis, says Allie. Be prepared and learn all that you can, of course, but then take the leap, dive in, and figure things out along the way. Made by Women is brought to you by the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio with support from founding partner P&G. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.